Welcome to The Howler, your weekly look into the state of Wolfpack Athletics. Now let's go to your hosts, Ethan Barry and Madison Bell. Welcome into another edition of The Howler, Ethan Barry alongside Madison Bell. Madison, how are you doing? I'm great. Happy birthday to you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> we're, uh, we're actually going to talk a little football, the game against Wake Forest. We'll talk some basketball, maybe... Maybe. I haven't decided yet. Some hockey. It's definitely some hockey. But right now, we're actually joined by Joey DeSerafino, defender on the men's club soccer team. Joey, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? We're doing pretty well. We uh, we wanted to have you on. A couple weeks ago, we had Andrew Malinick on to talk about your how success you? in the regional tournament. And uh, last week, you guys were in the national tournament. I believe, was it in Phoenix? Yeah, that's that's correct. Phoenix, Arizona. Um, it was really really great weekend. Um, the tournament was held Thursday through Saturday this past week. Yeah, so that was good. That's great. Obviously, that NC State, you know, was represented there. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the weekend? What you guys did? Obviously, with your games and uh, how you guys played and uh, how things finished. Yeah, we uh, we all flew in on Wednesday on different flights. Um, and I think that kind of affected us. On our early game on Thursday, we kind of came out a little flattened in the tournament. Um, we had a 0-0 draw against uh, our, our first match. Um, but after that, we started to pick things up, and uh, we won 6-1 to to advance at a group stage. Um, and then Thursday, we really started clicking and, and playing better again. Um, we had a, a good win over Texas A&M Thursday morning and advanced to the uh, quarterfinals against BYU. Um and unfortunately, we lost that game one nothing. Uh, but BYU it was a great team. Um, they ended up winning the whole tournament actually, so uh, we got to hold our heads high. Um, and it was it was nice to have Saturday to kind of explore the area. Um, a group of us actually went to the Grand Canyon, um, which was a short road trip from Phoenix. Um, so it was cool. We got to see a little bit of the uh, local um, things to do around the around the city. Awesome. So what? how does this trip compare to trips that y'all have maybe taken in the past? And what does it mean to you as a junior who's going to be graduating next December? What does it mean to you to be able to go on a trip like this with your teammates and experience traveling across the country with them? Yeah, um, it was definitely a really neat experience. Um, I think it really brought us closer together and made a lot of uh, ties and bonds. And I think the farthest we had traveled – before this, um, I know we went to regionals in Pensacola, Florida last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was really a different experience just because when we fly over there, we have to rent team vans. And, I mean, you're, you're pretty much set as a team the whole time you're over there. Everyone's got to do the same things because, I mean, not everyone has their cars and stuff. So, I mean, it's it's really cool to kind of see that bond grow so much over just a few days. And, um, and it was really special for a lot of the seniors who have been on the team for a while. And, um Definitely special for all the younger guys as well, kind of see what the team's all about and really make connections, um, and hopefully that'll help us going forward in future years. So obviously this whole trip was just a great memory for you and, and for the whole team. But, I mean, was there was there one memory that stuck out on the trip that, you know, you're always going to remember, hey, I went to that place or I scored that goal or I made that, you know, great play, or is there anything like that that happened on that trip for you? Um, well, I mean, obviously the Grand Canyon was pretty cool. I mean, I've never never been there, so uh, going there with a couple guys was pretty sweet. Um, 
I would say we, uh, I think it was Thursday night, I believe, we all went to a, uh, a really small little Mexican restaurant and um, kind of a not 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 on the nicer side of town of Phoenix. So we really didn't know where we were going. But we were looking for more of an authentic place to go eat. Um, but it turned out really cool. I mean, it's just a small little restaurant. We kind of got some interesting looks as we walked in. We were kind of the minority, a bunch of, I don't know, uh, soccer players from North Carolina out in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, but, I mean, it was really good food. Really good food. Um, the service was really nice, and it was, it was a cool experience, so, for sure. So how long have you played soccer? I've been playing since I was four years old, so it's been a long time, 16 so, years. Well, that is a long time. So how does this trip – compared to other trips you've taken from your years playing soccer? Uh, so this is the farthest I think I've ever traveled for a soccer tournament. Um, I traveled in high school. I went to uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana for a tournament. Um, but this was definitely different in the aspect of uh, flights. And then also, I mean, uh, just as a, as a college student, it's obviously very different. I mean, it's a lot more on you um, to uh, – as far as the financial aspect, and you're not traveling with your parents, um, and it's it's really a different environment. But it's also neat because now it's something that I'm doing that I love to do, and it's not something that I'm. Um, I mean, obviously before it was something that I love to do and uh, with my family and all, but it was, it's it's definitely a different experience, and it's just you and your teammates, and it's not all the families coming as well. Absolutely. So, what are you guys? What do you have? planned as a team for the spring um so usually in the spring is more of our off season um the the fall is more of the official tournament with regionals and nationals and mm -hmm. all um but we'll definitely try and um schedule some scrimmages against other teams uh keep the team in shape and uh practicing throughout the spring um and then at the end of the spring in conclusion we usually host a tournament um and we're we're really looking to get some competitive teams, and um, hopefully our trip to nationals will kind of bring in some some more uh, top talent into the tournament and make it a really competitive tournament. Yeah, that'll be good. I'm not sure if we'll be out there covering that or not. I know we cover a lot of stuff for you guys, but um, hopefully we'll be out there. Yeah, hopefully. One one last thing for you, Joey. You yep. know, obviously you guys came up short in the quarterfinals, but I mean, just talk about you know this whole season and the ride that you guys went on. I mean, you finished in the top eight of the whole country, you know, so just talk about how proud you are of your team and to be on a team like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, really just an incredible experience. I mean, just the mindset going into Phoenix is just, I mean, we're, we're just so happy to be here. I mean, that's the first time the club had ever uh, qualified for the national tournament. And we're, when we were just happy to be out there and just, soaking up every minute of it and I mean obviously it would have been awesome to win a national championship but at the same time and we, we were just there for the experience um after we won regionals we were just ecstatic and we were just living every moment of it you know I mean just just happy to be there and just grateful for the opportunity yeah I mean it was great I know you guys um had a great season and uh we'll be looking forward to another great season for you guys uh next year Joey thanks for joining us here on the Howler Thank you, guys. I want to thank Joey Ser D. Serafino, excuse me, for joining us here on the Howler, and congratulate the club soccer team on a great season, finishing the season up in Arizona, up in Arizona. That's like 
up is like the north. Arizona's more like way over down there. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's west, not north. <laughs> but uh, definitely want to congratulate the soccer team on their season so far. Also want to congratulate the other soccer teams, the varsity soccer teams, who um, both had their seasons end since our last recording. The uh, women lost to Princeton in PKs in the second round of the NCAA tournament, and the men lost to Old Dominion two to nothing. Uh, in the first round. But great season for both of them, especially the men getting to the NCAA tournament in the first year of the coach. Absolutely. Um, with Coach George Kiefer. Um, pretty sure, uh, I mean. Great turnaround. Yeah, absolutely. And had made the tournament six years um, at, at least, I think, and um, making it with the first year of the new coach. Big things are coming for the uh, men's soccer team, and obviously the women's soccer team is off to a great start. Two and two in it, man. Yeah, exactly. Sweet 16 last year, then another one. I mean, one kick away from the yeah. Sweet 16 this year playing Princeton, who was one of the best teams in the country. So definitely want to congratulate all the soccer teams. Um, before we get into what we really want to talk about, do you have any thoughts on basketball? I don't think anything really changed since last week. Nope. Yeah, they fell behind early to Princeton, but. Or not Princeton, Presbyterian. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, when did we play Princeton? <laughs> yeah, that was soccer. Um, yeah, basketball team, fine. They keep on keeping on against these lower-level teams. Let's get a boo back. I uh, I don't know w how people feel about advanced metrics for basketball. I was looking at Ken Pomeroy's, Ken Pomeroy's website, who is really good for that stuff. And um, I'll tell you what, some of State's schedule is just, they're not good. He ranks all 300, however many teams there are. And when I tell you that, like, State plays seven or eight teams in the bottom 50, like, they're, they're way down there. Yikes. So, uh, State's going to have a challenge on their hands tomorrow night against Arizona. But good news is you're going in, you know. I mean, yeah. You're going you're in. playing one of the best teams in the country. Right. Pretty much to start. It's the first real game. Yeah, first real game. So, but and the the good the part is, um, if you lose, you know, it's fine. You know, nobody, um, nobody's gonna be upset about that. Would love to go see pack the team, though. Go pack. Would love to see the team play well, but I mean, anybody, nobody expects NC State to win. So, I think it'll be a good opportunity. Whatever happens, I mean, either Northern Iowa, or um, uh, the the other team is escaping me, but. There's some good good teams in that tournament, and so State's going to have two more good games yeah. that are actually going to be more winnable as opposed Western, to Arizona. Is it Western Kentucky? Yeah. Western Kentucky's in the tournament. They're, turn, they're, in, they're in the tournament. I they're don't know. playing somebody else. Yeah. But anyway, it's a good opportunity, even after Arizona, a good opportunity to get some good wins. And uh, Penn State coming up in a couple weeks in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Penn State's actually a pretty decent team, too. Yeah. So uh, going into the season, I figured that'd be an easy win for State, even in a rebuilding year. But uh, after looking at Penn State so far, I'm not so sure about that. They were giving Texas A&M a run for their money earlier. Yeah, they sure were. Texas Up until a like is a the last five minutes. Yeah, and Texas A&M is a very good team. They're ranked like 16th. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what the basketball team does. We'll have a lot to say about that uh, next week. Women's basketball team is ranked number 23 in the coaches' poll, so want to give them a congratulations yes. on that. I think they're 4-0 or 5-0. But let's talk about some hockey. Last night we were at PNC cool. Arena. 
Wow. And uh, NC State defeated the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Tar Heels. I have to say that out every time. It really gets annoying, but you got to do it. I say UNC Chapel Hill every single time. Or Chapel Hill. Yeah. There is no more calling them There's Carolina no UNC. or UNC. Yeah. Because at this point, like, people are starting to play that whole, like, oh, Carolina, which one? North Carolina or South Carolina? Ha, ha, ha. And it's like, okay, well, I don't like either of them, so this is not a laughing matter. And then it turns into, like, oh, UNC, which one? G, W, Charlotte? Yeah. I always call them full name. There's like 50 of them. You got to clarify. The best, the best part about it is they think they're above being called anything but Carolina. So they want you to call them either UNC or Carolina. So I don't call them either one of those. I call them Crapple Hill. I mean, Chapel Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, State won the game last night. Got off to a pretty bad start for the first 30 minutes. Then uh, Luis Jimenez tied it up. And then State got lucky with the third goal. It was just a centering pass, and Chapel Hill kicked it in. Yeah, it. I mean, it looked that way. It sure did. We. I mean, Coach we had, Wing thought we it went off of somebody else's. Johnston. Like, yeah, Johnston skate, but I think it went off. Yeah, we had replay the up Chapel there, Hill and players. we saw that replay two or three times, and it never looked like uh, Johnston touched it. Let's just get it in. The, let's just go, man. Let's just yeah. score the puck. Let's just go. go. We'll take it. Get puck. Just like you said, get pucks to the front of the net, yeah. and then things happen. So. Uh, and then I forget who else scored. State went on to win five to three. Webb. Webb had two goals. Two goals. Uh, Dewey had one. Dewey. Luis Jimenez. And Eric, I, Eric Johnston. No. Yes. Linsmeyer. Oh yes, you're right. It was Linsmeyer scored that breakaway goal. He had a great celebration too. That made me hype. Yeah, it looked it looked a little Sam Banishevitzy. It did, but it was hype. Yeah. Speaking of Sam, Sammy Banishevitz. Um, he, he didn't play great. Right. He didn't score. He didn't score. He played pretty well. But he had an assist for Luis, right? Yeah, he did. And it was also obvious that they were targeting him and trying to get in his head and play dirty against him. And they did. They did, They didn't get called for it. But, but um, um, I just feel like Sam doesn't get angry. So, like, when yeah. you see Sam pushing and shoving, you I feel know, like that says a lot. Yeah. And Same I feel that way. <laughs> And Louise and Chris Wing. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's on our We Were There from the game last night, there's a little Chris shoving action and yeah. it's it's shocking. I'll tell you what, I try to be biased, especially on Biased. Do you try to be biased? Try to be unbiased. I was like, me. What? <laughs> try to be unbiased, especially on the broadcasts. But um I didn't try as hard last night. It's, it's for a reason. Like I purposefully was I mean I think some of what some of what they did was not like inexcusable, especially that last cheap shot on uh, Joey Hall. That was shout out Joey Hall. Yeah. My thing about like the game last night is like it's normal for teams that are playing NC State hockey to target Sam because he scores Sam so many goals. like especially Sam and Luis because they score so many goals like they're such a crucial part to our offense but last night the entire team stepped up yeah like it wasn't just like okay sam like go score a goal we're just gonna sit here and watch like it was no you're you're absolutely right and it's a great team effort i've said this all year on the broadcast if uh if state gets two or three goals from the rest of the team they're gonna win yeah and And it started uh, off that way 
Didn't do Dewey scored the first goal. Yep. And I mean, I'll tell you what. I'm not sure how many games NC State's going to win if Sam and Louis score one goal combined. But they won last night. That's what counts. And um, looking forward to it again. Hopefully. Hopefully in January. In January. We think there's gonna it's going to be a game. There's going to be another game in PNC. It's not confirmed yet. So when we find out that it is confirmed, we will uh, let you know. Encourage you to come out. Speaking of encouraging people to come out, you were you were doing some camera work, but you also had an opportunity to walk around. And uh, I had headphones on, so I couldn't really hear the crowd. So I mean, how could, what do you have to say about? It the was loud. How does it compare to last year? <sighs> I know they said there was a lot more people there last year. I'm not entirely it's, sure if that's true. It was a little odd to me that they said that there were more people there last year because there were more sections filled up in yeah. the bowl. I mean, I know not every seat was full in every section, but there were more sections of the bowl filled. And it was just the ca all the Travel Hill fans left toward the end of the game. Yeah. But, like, it was loud. There was, like, a fantastic wolf pack chant throughout PNC. It almost felt a little bit like a basketball game atmosphere. Yeah. But maybe, like, a That's little bit better. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. Like, I mean, people were part hyped of that has for their hockey. With, there hasn't been a great basketball atmosphere in two years, probably. Yeah. So. Uh, but, I mean, it it was great. It was it loud. Was a, it was a good atmosphere. Um, I do think last year's crowd was better. I will say that. But, like I said, I wasn't able to hear as much, and I wasn't paying as much attention It's to the also crowd. the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, a lot of students had already gone home or yeah. had some things to do. The last week of classes – Today was the last day of class. But, I mean. Next week is the last day of class. Well, I meant for this week. Oh, yeah. Well, I do think it's a good family event, too. Oh, and yeah. And I think that's a thing. It there were tons to of little kids there. It's so cheap to bring your kids. I mean, yeah. if you have three kids, you can bring your whole family for $25. Yeah. And, I mean, not a whole lot you can do for $25. You don't $25. even have to pay, either. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, it's. It's just a suggested donation. Yeah, it's suggested. But, um. If you didn't donate, you totally should. Shame on you, but. Yeah, the money goes towards the hockey team. Yeah. It helps pay for that event. I yeah. Mean, they don't just get to use PNC. I think it was, no, I think I think it was great. Um, There were some people there that work for the Canes, and yeah. they had never watched a college hockey game, and they kept looking at me, and they were like, is it like this all the time? They were so excited. They were like, this yeah. is great, like. They were like, we need to come, like, watch more games. And I was like, yeah, please do. Like, it's it's a good time. If you were at the game last night or you keep hearing about hearing us talk about these games and you want to come to a game, the games are at the Iceplex, the Raleigh Iceplex. There's not as many people there. There's also not as much room. But there's a good six or 700 people there, and they're loud. Oh, yeah. And um, it's a great place to watch games. It's over off Capitol Boulevard. Also a cheap event. I'm pretty sure it's $5 for students. I think it's $3, $3 for students. $3 for students, $5 for normal entry, right? Yeah. We never have to pay because we yeah. work the games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, th I think that's right. <laughs> we're guessing, but. Definitely come on out to the Iceplex, and like I said, hopefully PNC again in January. Yeah. But um, big win for State, the hockey team. Um, not exactly sure how the standings shake, shake out right now. We think that NC State clinched a spot in the ACCHL tournament. I thought that was confirmed. It may be. Um, okay. 
But yeah, I mean, if you're not familiar with the hockey team, that's not really a huge accomplishment. <laughs> they they expect to make the tournament. Yes. And uh, it's no surprise that they did. So uh, now they're going to focus on winning the regular season. Um, Which also... It's complicated for how the standings work, so I won't explain it. But just know NC State is in, I believe, second or third place in the ACCHL. Sweet. And they have three games left. Sweet. Three ACCHL games left, plus some other games. So... Um, yeah, good start for the hockey team. And, hey, a little bonus. I think they've kept officially kept UNC Chapel Hill out of the ACCHL tournament. That's always nice to do. Oh, I thought there was still a chance. Well, I think – I'm not sure if there's still a chance. But they had really slim odds before last night, so obviously Yikes. they're even slimmer now. So, Yikes. Uh, I'm pretty sure they only have two games left, and they have three points. So. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So I'm pretty sure they're officially out. But they may have, like, a slimmest of slim chances. But NC State can end those chances if they beat them again. So um, definitely would encourage you to come on out to Hockey Game. If you're there, thank you for being there. If you watch the broadcast, thank you for watching. We were able to have uh, Governor Roy Cooper on, so that was pretty cool um, for not us as a station. Not every day you get to meet the governor of North Carolina. No, so. not at all. And um, – it was a great event. Hopefully, it'll be an annual event, or maybe even a biannual event. I'm hoping so. So um, that's awesome. Yeah, that was a good time for us working, and uh, now we can turn our attention to football. I guess. Anything else we need to talk about before Chapel football? Chapel Hill Hate Week started last night with the hockey game. Yeah, it did. So we're just gonna keep right on rolling through Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for the ability to play Chapel Hill on Saturday. There you go. I'm thankful that they have three wins this year. I'm thankful that I don't go to school there. I am too. <laughs> so, that's a good time. But I think senior day is going to be emotional. Not only for the players, but for me. For the fans as well. Especially because for me. we got some people that love some Jay Sam and some Bradley Chubb. They're going to well, be I'll people tell you crying. What. I don't think. I don't know if NC State, you've been, a, I mean, we talk about this every week. You've been a State fan for longer than I have. I don't know that there's ever been two players at the same time who are graduating at the same time. I'm going to stop you right there because I know where you're going with that. Keep keep going. I'm going to make sure I know where you're going. Two players who are absolutely assured spots. False. Well, either honored numbers or retired or whatever you want to call it whose names are at the top of the record book. If J. Sam gets nine catches on Saturday, he'll break the record. Okay. So if nothing else happens, I hope they do that. Chubbs obviously beat the sack record and the tackles for a loss record. And I'm going to stop you right there because the last time I cried on senior day, there were two of those players, and it was Phillip and Jericho. Oh, uh, I didn't know they were the same graduating class. Yes, it was their gotcha. it was their senior day. Okay, well, I did not know that that was the case. I, now, I'm, now you're scaring me. Like, now I'm worried that, like, I'm wrong. Well, you're probably right. I mean, I don't remember that. That was a long time ago. But, um, I mean, either way, anytime you have two guys like this, Bradley Chubb and Jalen Samuels, I mean, it's going to be emotional for the players, as you said, coaches. And Okay, um, okay, yes, it, w it was them. Okay. They got drafted in the same year because Phillip went first round. He was the fourth pick, and then Jericho went fourth round. Yes, he was the twelfth pick. Lit. Gotcha. So, uh, so the first I time since what was he? What year was that? 
2002. Well, they got drafted in 2004. So 2004 yeah. they graduated. So, um, I mean, this is the first time, so 13 years. It's um, a long time. And probably the second time in program history that you've had I was years like this. That was 2004, so I was eight years old. I was seven years old. I cried on their senior day. I cried. I cried. <laughs> a seven-year-old NC State fan cried when Philip Rivers and Jericho Cotri left. Yeah. Hey, they were they were good. So are these guys. So uh, yeah, they're gonna. I'm telling you, the people are gonna cry. Yeah, I might cry. Um, <laughs> but I think that see, this game scares me because of Senior Day. I agree. And um, in my mind. This team has had so many things go wrong that it's just, I don't know. It just sucks, and none of it has really been the team's, like, you can't really blame it on one thing. It just, like, it just happened. And you can't really get mad at the players or the coaches because they've all done what they're supposed to do. It's just how, so like, it's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Exactly. Like, that sounds awful. And it literally seems like every single year it crumbles the wrong way for us. Every single year. And I keep telling myself, eventually it's got to crumble the right way. And I thought that going into the Notre Dame game, this was the year that it was going to crumble properly. And even in the Clemson game, after State pulled back within three and had the ball, I thought, wow, we are actually going, like, this might actually be our year. And then he threw an interception. Um, Throws four interceptions all year. Throws one there. But So it'll be emotional. But my point being, you know, a lot of people are going to debate whether or not this has been a successful season. In my mind, um, I think at this point, finishing with seven wins would be a disaster. Not sure I would have said that going into the year, but right now I absolutely would. And, um, But, I mean, if this team goes, finishes with eight wins and just beats Carolina by three touchdowns, three, four touchdowns, like if it's oh, if it's over at the start, then I'll t- like I'll take that. I will take it. And obviously, I'll take any kind of win. But there'll be something extra special about beating them so bad. I mean, when was the last time we blew them out at home? I don't know that it's ever happened. Oh, it has. Not in a while. That str- I mean that stretch where we yeah, beat we them yeah. five years in a row or whatever. Dorn hasn't beaten these guys at home. No, because the last time we played them at home was my sophomore year, and it was it was thirty five to seven. seven. The first quarter, and yeah, then state almost came quarter. back and won. I still get upset about that game. State should have come back and won that game, even after falling behind thirty five seven. But uh, either way, anyway, you got to win this game. You can't. I mean, this this senior group has been so good and so special, and they've laid the foundation. Um, for the team to be successful in the coming years, I mean, they deserve nothing better than to go out with a pounding of their rival. And I feel like I speak to our football team's character, like, every single time we talk about them. Like, yeah. I feel like that's, like, an, a reoccurring topic. But – and I hate to rub salt in the wound because we haven't talked about it yet. But, like, the fumble in the end zone from – Mecca and um, Yes. Yeah. And they all rallied around him. Bless his heart, was crying on the sidelines. I felt so bad for him. I did too. And and they like rallied around him and like. Yeah. Shout out to the NC State fan base for not. 
yeah. sending him death threats like him. they did with Kyle Bambard because yeah. that was infuriating. Yeah, for supporting him. But I'm glad that they supported him because and that's what should have happened with Kyle Bambard. Exactly, and, and the kid was just trying to make a play. And, you know, give the Wake Forest guy credit. You know, he – I mean, he that was a great hustle yeah. play. And uh, it just it just sucks. He may have been in the end zone. We'll never really know. But – um. Basically, I'll just finish up my thoughts on the senior class with saying they deserve nothing more because they've had a brutal four years with some of these losses the last two years. Absolutely brutal. And um, they deserve nothing more than to go out and beat this bad Chapel Hill team by five touchdowns. <sighs> now we can talk about the Wake Forest game a little bit. I don't really have too much to say. I, I couldn't either. really I couldn't really watch the game. I was uh, broadcasting hockey in Wilmington. So I caught bits and pieces. ESPN was acting a little strange when I was trying to watch it. So it was a... I was watching on the computer, so I was a few minutes behind. It was a back and forth kind of thing. I'll start with this, though. Amezi's going to be a stud. Yes. And... Uh, I agree. Coming in for Steph Lewis like that and acting like he had been playing yeah, exactly. all season. He's going to be the fourth state's fourth best receiver next Keep year. Keep him coming, man. I mean, that's crazy to me. He's going to be the fourth best receiver next year. Keep him coming. Yeah. Still, I mean, this, this is because then I, you still don't know where the ball's going. And J Sam or no J Sam, you don't know where the ball's here's, going. Here's why I think. I mean, I've heard a lot of what should we do with Doran talk. Well, here's why you should, keep, why you have to keep Doran because yes, this is a good group of seniors and they're gone. It'll be interesting to see what happens. It's not like we don't have players. Exactly, like like waiting. And Messi came in and was as good as Steph Lewis. And he's th- three years younger. Speaking of our receivers, though, Kelvin Harmon could not catch a ball. And I mean, that's part and of that that's is part of the, so unheard of for him. That's the part of the bad luck thing. Kelvin Harmon, he had what two drop passes? Two just absolutely two brutal drop passes and that he, he would have caught on a normal day. He like has I not dropped two passes in two years. He literally never drops the ball. I don't know what happened. But and so we like NC State as a team always struggles to play at BB&T. Yeah, we, we talked, about talked about this about last week. Yeah, like yeah. I don't like clearly it's not impossible because we did it two years ago and we almost did it again this past weekend. It just I just but there is something about it. The hardest part for me about Amezi's fumble is this is the third time in the last two years where you can place the blame of the game solely on I feel bad saying this where you can literally like one play cost the game not one player but one play yeah like one specific play and it was all like Kyle Bambard Sean Boone and now Emeka Mezzi and these players don't deserve that like they no. they work so hard and, and they're like at the, the end of the day I like you're 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 right yes but my thing is I hate when people get on Twitter or Facebook, social media, even in person, and bash a player. Yeah. Because I can promise you nobody wanted to do better or nobody feels worse about what happened yep. than that player. Exactly. Nobody felt worse about missing that field goal, like missing the field goal than Kyle Bambard did. Yep. Nobody felt worse about dropping the interception in the end zone than Sean Boone did. Yep. Nobody feels worse about the Wake Forest fumbling. game fumbling on the goal line than uh, Amezi. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I'm always scared I'm going to say his name wrong. Is it 
Ameka Amezi? I think so. Okay. I don't want to get that wrong. But um, he's going to be a stud. And I'll tell you this right now. Steph Lewis and Kelvin Harmon are good. But I'll tell you right now, if Kelvin Harmon comes back for his senior year, which I'm not going to speculate here, I would not be surprised at all to see him in the NFL draft. And he'd be a first-round pick. If he comes back for his senior year just like Chubb did, Amezi and Kelvin Harmon would be our best set of receivers. It's just like I just don't feel like – like I'm sure there is someone who can make a valid argument, like some uh, – even a sliver of a valid argument about why or in, in their mind what would be a valid argument on why to get rid of Doran. But, like, yeah. I just – I have a lot of thoughts on that. I, I just don't – I don't honestly think that that is a good idea. No, it's a terrible I don't. idea. I don't. And I have a lot of thoughts on it about why it's a terrible idea, and I really wanted to save them for next week after the season's finished. Oh, yeah, we can wait. So Let's wait. Let, let's talk about that next okay. week. But Sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I, I will say I am, I am the numero uno, uno – did I say that right? Spanish is hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm the number one. I'm the guy pulling the Dave Doran bandwagon. And, uh, I mean, it's just like. <sighs> you don't need a wagon. You need a bus because there are a ton of people still on it. Yeah. And it's just bru- like the coaches don't deserve what's happened. The players don't deserve what's happened. And I just keep waiting. Like, when is something like, like, when is, when is somebody going to shank a field goal against us? The game winning field goal. You know? So it's got to be eventually. I feel like I keep saying it's coming. It's coming. It's got to be. And it was so close. And I think. And I just. I mean, I'll I'm just going to keep saying it's coming because if I keep saying it, one day I'm going to be right. And eventually, I mean, we're not going to sit here and start talking about next year, but I'm going <laughs> to no. be be- I'm going to be believing that next year is the year that state gets over the hump. And I said I said this too. Um, I feel like we're halfway. I feel like NC State is halfway up the mountain. That's the you comparison know? I was going to make. I feel like they got halfway We're up the mountain. We're over halfway up the yeah. mountain. Yeah. Like three-fourths of the way. You know, four-fifths. We're exactly. getting on up there. So when you're three-fourths of the way up the mountain, do you go back to the bottom and start over? No. We're getting into exactly. next week already. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, so I don't know. I, I think State's going to get off to a slow start on Saturday. If State loses on Saturday, then we're having a completely different discussion. If yeah, there's no, there's absolutely, positively no way you can lose that game. State and matches up well. It reminds me of. It's like playing Chapel Hill is like scarring. Ever since Tom O'Brien decided it would be a good idea to kick to Giovanni Bernard in yeah. Keenan a few years ago, I was also present for that game, and it felt like someone punched me in the stomach. It. Yeah. Like, it's it's terrifying. Yeah. Because and they've got nothing like, to and lose. And Tom O'Brien lost his job. They've got after nothing. that. Yeah. Chapel Hill's got nothing to lose. At the end of the day, you keep a fan like you keep the fan base happy, or no? I would not say happy. I'm going to take that back. You keep the fan base under wraps. I'm going to go with that. By beating. By them. beating. Chapel Hill. And I'll tell you why. Not only are they your rival, but it's the last game. So that's what people remember. Yep, exactly. So. 
but that I mean, and the bowl game. That's I mean, what people remember. People remember three games. They remember the bowl game. They remember the last game, and they remember the biggest game of the year. And I mean, state coaches are notorious for losing their jobs after losing Chapel Hill. Example. Yeah. Example, Tom O'Brien. Yeah. Example, Mark Godfrey. He who shall not be named. That was, yeah, that was interesting last year. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I, I don't think, I think State will dominate. I think Bradley Chubb's going to have a huge senior day. And State just matches well against, matches up well against Larry Fedora teams. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think State w- wins going away in the second half. They see through his visor. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Do you have a score prediction? I don't like doing these. We're going to win by two touchdowns. NC State will win by two touchdowns. I'm not getting, like, overly confident here. We should win, and we should win by a lot. But I just – senior day is an emotional time. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I'd love to see Jay Sand get the receptions record. I wish they'd given him a few more receptions. I would love to see – Against somebody. I would love to see NC State score the most points they've ever scored in Carter Finley, but – Yeah. I mean, it w- like, if State if you told me State wins this game by six touchdowns, wouldn't be surprised. Yikes. Five, whatever. Six. That's a lot of points. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, though. So we'll see what happens. Uh, any more thoughts you want to share? I don't think so. Swimming and diving and wrestling teams are very Oh, good. wow. Swimming. Uh, okay. A quick side note. Brayden Holloway just got a contract extension yep, through 2022. That. that sounds so weird to say. Like, I literally just paused because I was like, did I say that right? Um, Yes, 2022. He will have a spot in Raleigh. And I'm here for that yeah. because our swim team is consistently good. Yeah. Like, I know, like, swimmers come to the United States and, like, they swim. But, like, we had four Olympians on the same team. Like, that is ridiculous. The best part about having a good swimming team is seeing them in the Olympics. And not only that, like, NC State beat – like, Texas is good. Like, Texas is also consistently good. Like, their men were ranked ninth in the country. We're ranked fifth, and we beat them by by – 70 points, I'm pretty sure. That's crazy. Or 60 points, which is a lot. Yeah. That's not a small amount. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. So, I'm here for it. Go ahead and give Yaya a contract extension, too, with diving. Just do it all. Yeah. We can talk about Debbie Yaz some more uh, next week. Yeah. She's done an excellent job. We should talk about non-revenue sports next week and how how successful they are. I'll just say this right now. If you look at Debbie Yao's hirings and the like, how each of them have built a program, Dave Doran is following the same path that they are. Yes. And it's so much harder in football. And it is he's a lot a, harder he might in football. Be a, and a touch behind schedule compared to some of those other guys, but he's on the same path. He's done the exact same thing that the rest of these coaches have done. It's also hard in basketball because down the road you have yeah. two of the I, most. I disagree that. I don't disagree that it's hard in basketball. It's not nearly as hard as it is in football. Well, I mean, yeah, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's hard in basketball. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so we can talk about that mo- some more next yes. week. Yes. Um, we should do that. We'll try to find a guest to have on. 
not sure who that'll be right now. Maybe it'll be me. Maybe I'll be our guest. <laughs> Maybe it can just be us. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, see. we'll, we, see we'll we have can. a surprise. We'll see who we can. Or we may not have a surprise. The surprise or the surprise may, will be us. The, their surprise may be that there is no surprise. Yeah. <laughs> that may be <laughs> how it goes. It's so, the last week of classes. We're just trying to trek through. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll definitely be back to talk about basketball, the game against Chapel Hill. Um, yeah, any more thoughts you want to add? No. All right. Go hockey. Go hockey. Hockey team's done for the semester, by the way. So, next game's in January. Sorry if I got you excited. Um, Remain excited. Yeah. The excitement is real. Yeah. Keep it. So uh, that'll do it for us here on The Howler. Thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. Thanks for listening to The Howler, a service of PAC-TV. Find out more at go.ncsu.edu slash sports.